and welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. My name's Cheyenne. And I'm Gina. Class is now in session, kind of in session today. We are doing our annual queer resolutions episode, our second annual one. Thank you for sticking by us um, going into 2024. We hope to help educate the masses a bit more, um, make people gayer, you know, all of the inspiring, <laughs> beautiful work we're doing out here. And we hope to like bring more really cool guests on to interview. Those are like some overarching queer resolutions for the podcast. Gina, do you want to, yeah. should we start with what ours are or do you want to jump into some of the queer resolutions for our listeners? Well, I want to give a thank you first to our listeners since you got your chance to just to say, like, if you've listened to us from the beginning, well, this is episode 82 right now. So that's like huge accomplishment. We'll be at 100. Well, you know, early into the the new year, which is just really, really cool. And we get, you know, the little stats and things from the different apps and all that analytics and to know that we're hitting so many queer voices, not just, you know, in our country, but like around the world is so awesome so thank you so much for listening we say this at the end of every episode but just in case you don't like listen to the end which I get I know we have like short attention spans if you like us you're listening please give us a rating it literally takes two seconds but it bumps us up and we want to be able to expand you know we've got some really great goals for the podcast so um amplify those queer voices by giving us a little a little rate so yeah as far as queer resolutions. I, I think I kind of, I was just telling Cheyenne before we started, I was trying to remember what I said last year. And I know I hit at least one of my goals that I said in terms of wanting to be involved in the drag community of some kind in terms of designing and shout out to my life-size Barbie doll, Iona Hoya, who let me dress her so many times this year, mm -hmm. which was literally checking off bucket list items and seeing her perform in something I made was incredible. Um, I would like to do more of that, but I have two like solid goals. That I'm going to throw out to you. The first one, a personal goal. I am going to work really hard this year to get my finances in order. And you're probably like, why is this a queer goal? But that's because once my finances are in order, I can propose to my girlfriend. Hell yeah. And so I am future planning this year, getting my finances on the track where I can propose on the timeline I want to propose. So mm, that's like that. hard I, number one. I relate one. to that. Yeah, I relate to that a lot because I also like feel like I need to have my finances in order before I can propose because I have like a vision and I don't want it to like yes. be lackluster, like not up to par. With the and Not that like my partner needs that or wants that necessarily, but like I want to do that for her. So I totally get that. I feel like that's so gay, like adulthood. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying to save enough for us to be millionaires or anything like not even anything crazy or not even what you would probably be saving for a traditional straight mm -hmm. heterosexual wedding or whatever. Yeah. I think I just want to have a really big cushion followed by no anxieties outside of that cushion to be like, Hey, this is, this is what I saved for us to celebrate and go mm -hmm. somewhere and, and do some stuff and invite some people. And that's like, that's, I mean, you know, like I don't need, I don't need a million dollars to do that, but a couple thousand for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes. That's my, that's my big thing. 
The other one is more podcast related. So maybe this can be like a joint goal for us. Mm-hmm. I want to create some sort of queer space. I've been really like inspired by some of the guests that we have had over the last year and some of the guests that we're going to have going into the next year. One of the things that I kind of heard in listening to all of our guests is like, there's still not always spaces that are fully inclusive, even within the queer community. For mm-hmm. example, we had some guests on who are bi and in LA, and they were talking about having all these great accesses to spaces. And then when Charmy came on, she was like, well, I, as a black bisexual in LA, don't feel like that's as mm-hmm. accessible to me. And I was like, oh yeah, those other people who claim to have all these spaces are white. And that's not to shade anybody. It's just a fact of like the queer community absolutely still has work to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm going to create a queer space that fixes everything. And I think our podcast already does a great job of that. And I don't know what this is going to look like, but I do want to create something, even if it's just like one meetup, one event, I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Um, I just to be totally transparent with our listeners, we have tried to do a discord in the past. And while we did have some people sign up, it was kind of low participation. It didn't really get as much traction as we want. So we've tried different things and I'm definitely game to try again, different tactics. So that's kind of a broader goal. I don't know what the end's going to look like. And it could be anything from using an app to hosting a meetup of some kind, but Mm -hmm. I love the space we've created virtually and I want to get something tangible where it's like, and we made this space for our listeners to not just listen, but like do something. And yeah, obviously I think I trust us to make that an, inc- an actually inclusive space. Yeah. Yeah. I would love the opportunity to actually get to like engage with our listeners. And it feels like you and I are like in this like virtual space together, but then I know that there are, there is like a community around us and I want to like break that fourth wall and engage more Um, and obviously social media is like a facet of that but I feel like it's gotten to a point where sometimes social media isn't as social or like connecting as it used to be I feel like it's um become more of like a chore or like just like a part of life and it's not like we don't see it as this like big connecting feature that you know we saw like in the first days of email or whatever it's yeah become sort of like commonplace to the point where in person or even like virtual uh spaces are different when you can actually like see a person's face hear their voice engage with them get to know them and I think that would be really cool so I love that yeah yeah I do want to hear if people have suggestions like if you would join a zoom meeting if you would join an app you know if you would go somewhere and where are you (laughs) because uh you know we're able to figure that out where we want to host stuff I also, as you know, we're requesting send in stuff, send in what topics you want to hear us cover and what topics were your favorites that you want us to dive more into. We, you know, we love our 2.0 episodes. They're really fun. So make sure, you know, Shai and I really want to hear voices and we listen. Like if you Mm -hmm. have sent in 
ideas, they are on an, a list on our app somewhere in our notes. And whether it's been used or not, it, it will get used. Like we keep all of our content. It all gets used. So send in suggestions, obviously questions, anything you want to see us do and, and how we can maybe get, you know, a successful queer space in 2024. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Um, all right. Go into what do you got on your list for your, you know, your goals for next year, your resolutions. What do we call my these? career resolutions for next year? Um, just like live unapologetically and be un- unashamedly myself and not really give a fuck if people like it or not, or if they think it's the right thing to do or the right way to be. Like, I don't know, just mm-hmm. like lean more into like fuck all that noise and live my best life kind of thing. Um, I also, yeah. I don't know, like a gaycation would be cool, like a solo vacation, gaycation with my partner. Um, we don't really oh, yeah. do that, but that would be nice. Um, I would love for the podcast specifically, I've been like tinkering around a little bit with like merch ideas if anyone's interested in that mostly as like an outlet for my own creativity honestly because sometimes memes for me can feel like work and not like play like they used to be so kind of like getting into graphic design and like digital illustration and stuff like that and learning different techniques and practicing things um that's been very like cathartic for me and very fun um so I would love to like get more into that and give you all things you want like I feel like okay this is so random but I can never find like a cool t-shirt like I struggle with finding like good shirts and I hate when it's just like the little design on like your boob and then like the cool designs on the Mm -hmm. back I don't know I just like want to be like the cool t-shirt designer that you wish to see in the world kind of vibe like I don't know I feel like we could make so many cool gay shirts (laughs) yeah I'm seeing like an array of different t-shirts of different memes that blew Mm -hmm. up on them that are absolutely hilarious to other queer people that that if you'd see somebody else wearing it you'd like be like haha Oh my God, love your shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I've definitely started like making some of that just for fun. But the problem is I'm, I'm what I'm learning, like graphic design techniques, but also <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. So like nothing's good enough for me. So maybe we'll wait till 2025 for that. Um, but I would love no. to put like more queer art and queer um, cool things to have in your life out there. Um, yeah. So those are some of my like more... Yeah petty goals I feel like yours were like you always have such deep ones and I'm just like I just want to be me (laughs) no that's that's also deep what do you mean that's also very like philosophical yeah (laughs) what do you think the gayest thing you did this past year was I don't know if this is going to be actually the gayest thing but this is what came to mind with that question I had a day with my girlfriend that I would qualify as one of the gayest days ever. It started out with a trip to the farmer's market and then to Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's followed by a pottery class where we glazed pottery that we made in a previous date Mm -hmm. followed by homemaking some soup from the farmer's market in Trader Joe's probably love making at the end of the day. <laughs> it was yeah at the end of the day I was like we are lesbians bum, bum, yeah. bum, 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 bum. like yeah 
you were like, we did the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like as you were talking, I was originally going to say like moving into a new place with my partner and, you know, going through all of the steps of that, like uh, touring places and having people say weird shit mm-hmm. to us because we're queer. Like just that whole process was very gay. Um, I feel like also setting boundaries with people was like a very necessary gay thing I had to do this year. Very, very uh, common, I guess, for the queer community or necessary at times yeah. and for everyone, really. Um, but then as you were talking, I remembered that my partner and I took a stained glass making workshop and that felt very gay, like Ooh. using like fire tools. I don't even know what they're called and like melting like metal and shit. That was very gay and very fun cutting glass that's fun I enjoyed hell, myself. Yeah. it was so fun I definitely recommend it if you have the opportunity that's sick yeah the pottery <laughs> I mean, class was really fun but that sounds like advanced well okay so I, we took a pottery class too and partially my fault because I wore like pa- platform boots so I really couldn't like control the pedal as well as I had hoped but I'm like really bad at shit like that like I do not do well I have a short attention span I rush I don't end up liking what I do like it was not a good experience and I was like I'm never going back there um I made like one bowl and my girlfriend made like three and I it it, I was struggling but like the stained glass was actually (laughs) easier like I guess there were like more complex uh pieces that went into it like it wasn't like putting your foot on a pedal and like spinning not that that is easy but you know, there were like different um, steps to take, but I felt a lot more like focused and I don't know, it felt like an easier task for me personally. So I guess it just depends on what you're good at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it seems, it seems like a lot to me. I'm yeah. Like, Ooh. Yeah. It does. But then it's like, once you get the hang of it, it's like, okay. And I really like, there's like this like saw table thing and you like take the glass you cut up to it and buff it down to make it like flat on the edges and it's like so satisfying (laughs) I would definitely recommend (laughs) stained glass workshop if any queers are listening okay (laughs) yeah all right so we asked some of our listeners for a list of the gayest things that they did in 2023 and I'm gonna read that now Gina hasn't read any of these I've read a few I have not read all of them so hopefully we get some (laughs) good ones yeah I'm excited for these yes okay so we got got gay married um someone said the gayest thing they did was had a long distance relationship very gay um Mm -hmm. had a gaycation fling on a greek island which i'm so jealous of because i want to go like live out my mamma mia fantasies and just like sing the songs yeah like i just want to go roll around (laughs) on the beach and sing to my girlfriend so i'm so jealous hop off the Uh, boats yeah (laughs) yes Someone said had sex with no one, which made me laugh. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's great if that's what you wanted. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It felt like um like a self-deprecating one, but in like a, I can't talk to girls kind of way. And I was just like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate <laughs> to that yeah. submission. Um, someone said broke up with my boyfriend after five years to finally kiss girls, which I think we got a very similar one last year. And also I have been there right down to the five years. <laughs> so I've, I don't wow, know, something about yeah. five years is like the lesbian limit where we're just like, mm, the lesbian I limit. <laughs> I tried. Like, That's so I funny. gave it like a shot. 
<laughs> the lesbian I got limit, a theory brought to you by Cheyenne. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had someone who said they moved halfway across the world to find happiness, which is so sweet. Mm-hmm. We've got a few getting engaged, one coming out, at least one. Oh no, someone said, went through a fucked up breakup that led me to realize that I'm self-destructive and lost the love of my life. Sad. That's very, very sad. Yeah. Someone else said, couples therapy with my ex. And then they said, I have a current girlfriend and she knows about it, which very gay. Whoa. I want to hear so much more info on that. Like what's going on there? Um yeah interesting um someone said broke up with my fiance and continued living with them and co-parenting a dog together haven't we all (laughs) oh someone said went to see peaches during pride in san francisco with my girlfriend and our pals um someone said fell in love with a one-night stand from another country that's so gay oh Oh, no why a novel that's writing itself I was like, why do we have gays doing things with their exes? And then I realized that this is the same person who said the couples therapy thing. But they also said opened a bank account with an ex and also went on two vacations together. Okay, there's <laughs> a lot of baggage there. Yeah, that's not For your sure. ex. That's your, I don't know. Your current, current situationship. Yeah. <laughs> that's I a situationship. You, you For might sure. be non-monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> someone said got back together with my ex-girlfriend for the fifth time been there Fifth. okay mm-hmm. someone said my girlfriend didn't move in but has spent every night at my place since i moved six months ago okay uh we got a flew three thousand miles for a second date uh goals Ooh, well not really but that would have been cool yeah and then someone else said someone showed me their childhood photos on a third date and we shared our entire dating histories and i'm confused because why didn't that happen on the first date what were you doing (laughs) you're really gay (laughs) what did you even talk about someone said made out during the taylor swift eras movie pretty gay okay that's funny (laughs) befriended my ex's current girlfriend and now we're besties she looks exactly like me by the way not the same person as before but I'm seeing a trend in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I'll Um, say. Sex on the first night of meeting a cute girl I had been chatting with for five weeks online. Congratulations. Cried over someone because I wasn't going to have someone to cuddle. Don't even miss her. (laughs) That's so real. Like, that's like the hormonal cry when you like, are like, why do I care? (laughs) But you do in that moment. Breakups are hard even when you hate the person you're like, but I'm alone now. Like it's True. it's a change that can be difficult. So I get that. Yeah. You're like, but I had someone to cuddle and now I don't. Yeah. Now I'm alone in the world. Yeah. Get a doggy. <laughs> or a cat. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Someone else said kissed a girl, turn around and kissed another, and then turn back and kiss the first one again. Y'all are crazy and I love it. <laughs> Wild. That's funny. That's fun. Uh, someone said yearned fair period Um, period okay so the the prompt was the gayest thing you did this year and someone said my best friend probably or my ex-girlfriend so i think they're saying they (laughs) yeah the best friend (laughs) must be the gayest thing yeah yeah or their ex that's funny uh someone else said got my heart broken over my second situationship in a row and lived across the ocean for fuck's sake Mm -hmm. fair Mm mm-hmm 
downloaded tinder just to match with one specific person we're dating now that's manifestation if i've ever seen it (laughs) oh my gosh that's so funny made out with this girl while my hairstylist made out with her husband what where were you in your hair was it at the hair salon like at the salon what is the context (laughs) what's the context here i don't know at the bar later like yeah what you're like my hair i'll buy you a drink (laughs) yeah had a breakup week with my now ex-girlfriend she lives in another country we're still friends i don't know what a breakup week is but i'm assuming it's like where you stay together and you like fight and cry and talk and process and have sex for like a week before finally like moving apart yeah i feel like i've had breakup nights where there's (laughs) been like one last hurrah or like one last something right or the the talk it out night or whatever but a week that's that you know what that's gay as fuck that's the that's the plot of a movie i want to watch or a book i want to read i'm into it (laughs) (laughs) the real breakup yeah yeah someone said brought a girl chai at work very gay oh someone said came out and started listening to your podcast that's so sweet thank you for saying that Someone said, got into an open, long-distance relationship with a girl from another continent. Good for you. Oof, continent. <laughs> Someone said, ate a girl out for the first time. Love um, it. First WLW heartbreak. And mm-hmm. the last one we got, um, sent a full-ass love letter through the mail, which I love. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. I like that. That's like a, I love love letters, to be honest. So yeah. I, would, I don't know. So I think I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to go into what's on our listeners' gay bucket list for next year and hear their yes. resolutions? All right. What's on the horizon? Let's see if we have any good ones. Ooh, Butch Girl Top Surgery. Love that for you. Mm-hmm. Kiss My Long Distance Girlfriend for the first time. I hope that happens. Oh, oh my heart. Yeah. Someone said, work the fuck on myself and get her back. I don't know okay. if they mean, like, get someone else back or, like, get yourself back. Either way. Either I way, get it. Yeah, I hope it's good for you. Um, Someone said, propose to my girlfriend, get into a long-term committed relationship, have sex with someone. Someone else said, getting my nipples pierced. Have you ever had your nipples pierced, Gina? No, I almost have gotten them pierced twice, but I got scared because I'm not, I don't hit a pain very well. I don't, I don't yeah. know. So no, I feel I like we talked. Did we talk about this before? Because I had my nipples pierced. Did I ever tell you about maybe. that? Maybe. So uh, I maybe I got my nipples pierced. The second one always hurts more because you're like kind of not sure what to expect, and then your body's kind of like in shock, and then you know what to expect. Um, and I like didn't eat enough beforehand, and I ended up like <sighs> running to the bathroom and throwing up because oh, no. my body just got- I got so nauseous, like I don't know the adrenaline or whatever. It it sucked, and then your nipples are like so fucking sore, like your whole boob is sore for like a week, but then also like lightly sore afterwards. And then my- I yeah. took my ended up getting like infected, and it was just like painful and TMI. But now I have like discharge that will just like never go away. So I don't really recommend. They look cute, but <laughs> wasn't worth it for me. So. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those things where, like, if I was going to do it, I would have done it already because, mm-hmm. like, I had that kind of 
adrenaline and tenacity in my early 20s yeah. that I'm like, no, I'm good now. I'm like, yeah. it's, I'm past it. I, so I, yeah. I kind of wish I had done it, but I'm not like going to go do it. I just wish it was yeah. already done because it would be healed by now. But yeah, we, we've, we're, we're, it's long gone. <laughs> my one friend used to talk to me about how she wanted her clip pierced. And I was like, oh, uh, like absolutely not. Like I just, I can't imagine the pain. Like even I know getting somebody the- who has their clip pierced. I don't know how she did it, but yeah. 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 <sighs> I mean, like, good I, for you if you have. I'm not judging. Like, I'm not yucking your yum or anything. I just, like, cannot imagine the pain that that would I know. Cause. With how sensitive my clit is, too, I feel like I would, like, pass out I mean, yeah. instantly or something. I don't Yeah, no. Mine's no. not sensitive. So that is, like, the one thing that, like, I had considered it in the past. Because I was like, hmm, maybe. Like, maybe it would help my situation. <laughs> <laughs> I can hardly handle vibrators. I'm gonna put a needle. That's true. Absolutely That's true. Fucking not. Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to the queer resolutions. Someone said lesbian girls trip to LA. I would also love that. Give it to my girlfriend with the new strap. Yes. Ooh. Someone else said this year I'm committing myself to asking more ladies out on dates. I'm usually terrified too, and I'm sure Gina agrees. We fully support that. Hell yeah. Go for it. Someone said, being a lesbian with my full chest. I also love that. Kind of part of, like, that's partially what I said. Like, it's like, just be me, do me, and knock it the Take fuck it out. Take it out, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Someone said, make it out of my homophobic household and into dorms or an apartment. Um, nice. Sleep with more women. Go to more than one city's pride celebration. Oh, that's Build- fun. Yeah, yeah. Build confidence in this sapphic loving scene to have the overdue slut phase I deserve. I feel like that person needs to go listen to Charmy's bisexual baddie episode and get inspired a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then the last one I wanted to read was someone said free Palestine. And I think it's important to mention that we support Palestine and the queer Palestinians and everyone in the middle east who's in like a bad predict everyone everywhere honestly that's in a fucked up predicament but especially palestine yeah yeah we are definitely in the side of giving land back to the people Mm -hmm. and um please do your research on that topic because there is misinformation out there all the time like (laughs) my girlfriend passes this billboard on her way home from work that literally has false information on it and we like are like how can that even be out there so please do research and make sure that you have your you know that you're on the right side of things and yeah like we said free palestine yes all right i feel like that was a, a good ending point i mean we reiterated you know thank you for everything that we have and all of our listeners um, please give us a rate and, yeah. you know, you know where to find us anywhere on social media at Sapphic survival guide, except for X Sapphic survival, please send us questions through DM through email, Sapphic survival guide at gmail.com through a voicemail 724-209-8877. Please subscribe to our Patreon. We have so much fun content on there. Patreon.com slash Sapphic survival guide. You can listen to um hello for your Jersey Shore recaps. We're like halfway through through season three right now. And you can follow me anywhere online at the Libra including my website, LibraGina.com. And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Maspian on pretty much any social media platform. And with that, class is now dismissed.
class or whatever pizza party this was. Yeah. <laughs> 